ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and uh, you know what? The rest of you who probably cheated to get into college, let's be honest. We're going to find out more of you, especially Josh. We're going to, that's right, I'm calling you an individually. We're going to call, <laughs> we're going to find out that you were involved in that college admission scam with Aunt Becky and the lady from Desperate Housewives and maybe Finn Lickerson. We don't know yet. Anyways, this is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I'm coming in hot. FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I'm Sean Hood. That's Dave Taylor. Hey, I did not cheat to get to college. That's you darn right you didn't. Yeah. You darn right. You're Well, I mean, let's be real. None of us have, nobody's family here has that kind of money. <laughs> no. No, there's a reason why I have four jobs. Yeah, well, uh, in any event, yes, FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. We cover all things wrestling, primarily WWE, but we like to branch out from time to time. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely make sure you uh, let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. You can do that by contacting us. Easiest way to do that is email us, ESPR at FM99.com, and we can tell us whatever you'd like to talk about, topics, questions, comments, concerns. And uh, on top of that, Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter, at ESPR99. And uh, you can follow our show in lots of different places as well. If you subscribe to it on uh, podcasting apps, we're on almost all of them. You just got to search ESPR and then type wrestling if it doesn't come up immediately. And right there, you should be able to follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review, please, especially if you listen on the iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it app. Uh, that really, really helps us move up. We can't get in front of more people if you don't do that. And we also need you guys to share, 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 share. But the first and foremost way you can always find us if everything else fails is go to fm99.com and 1069thefox.com. Right under the media tab, ESPR, it will link you to our newest episode. So bing, bang, boom. There's the business out of the way. Wow. Today we got to get to the Fast Lane pr- uh, review. <laughs> this is the Fast Lane preview, preview, review. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's <laughs> we're reviewing it today. And so uh, it's going to be quite the, uh, quite the show. We have things to say about that. And uh, we'll also do a few other things, but we're going to start all off with the news. I should probably get my news handy, so here we go. Uh, in the news, going to be a little bit different today. We're going to do the news, and then we'll do a quick wrap-up of stuff that happened this week on television. Um, but we'll start this out. Uh, Dash Wilder did an interview recently of the Revival. You may know who he's talking about, Dave. Yep. Yeah. WWE Tag Team Champion. Yeah. Uh, he did an interview uh, with uh, The Mirror, and he was asked about reports that he and Scott Dawson had uh, asked to be released from WWE. He said he's not gonna, he wasn't going to go into it too much, but he said it was lost in translation. There were some things that got out there that I don't think people knew the full story about. I don't think it aggravated us. It kind of gave us, uh, again, we like to be angry. So I think he, we like to be mad at things and to have something to fight for, so that gave us more fuel for the fire, and we were like, We'll have fun with the internet over that as they don't know what's what. So we're not going to tell them otherwise. And I will give them credit for whatever's going on because for the first time I can remember in a long time, the Raw Tag Team Championship was defended on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And these guys had a great match. Had some good matches the last couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. so if, if that's a good sign for the division, maybe they said, look, we want to take this seriously. Now we got you know the no DQ rules, which doesn't seem to be enforced anymore. But, you know, if like for a week or two that was there, you know, <laughs> you know, those, you know the interference rules and all that stuff. But – yeah, I, people jumped on them, you know, and in, in out, now it's the Good Brothers that may be asking for the release, you know. It's- you know, but the, the, I was talking with my friend, uh, Chris, uh, restaurant name Zach Hilton, by the way, um, who the other day we were talking about some teas. Some people are going to end up leaving probably when their contracts are up. The Good Brothers absolutely going to leave when their contracts are up. Uh, we were also speculating um, Nakamura probably gone when his contract is up. Uh, maybe Asuka as well. Just a lot of those people that came from Japan probably going to head back towards the door as soon as the opportunity arises. Not all of them, 
but a few, without a doubt. Yeah. But I mean, first and foremost, like you said, the Good Brothers. I, I see no reason for them to stay unless things turn around very soon and they get start taken seriously as a team and, t- and tag teams start getting taken very but, seriously. But I, th- I think at SmackDown, like somebody mentioned all the teams, like their name wasn't even brought up. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Well, and that's the thing. They'll randomly come out at some point to <laughs> yeah. interfere in a segment or to do something. And I go, oh, yeah, they're on this show. Yeah, I forgot. Like them and Sanity, the sitting in the catering. Sanity is killing me. Well, apparently, I think um, Alexander Wolf was hurt, uh, and he recently got healthy again. Okay. So we may see them making an appearance after Mania, as far as that goes. Um, but I, I, he did say later on, he was asked about the state of re- tag team wrestling in WWE, and he said he thinks that it's moving in the right direction. Right now, it's a very difficult time because it's that season, WrestleMania season, and everything's dialed in. Yeah. So I think he's saying that once they get past this, we might see a little more focus on some of the tag team wrestling, which I'm hoping for because they have some great teams up there right now. Yeah, and I'm assuming that it's probably maybe they're fighting Aleister Black and Ricochet Mania. I don't know. That That's the direction it seems to be going in right now. Right, right. You know, which I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Just, just give them time. That's yeah. all I ask. I, I completely agree <laughs> with you. Uh, another news story here. Just, I mean, pretty much everybody who watches weekly WWE programming will know this, but Harlem Heat has been added to the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2019. Absolutely deserve it. I figure how many times they held the uh, WCW Tag Team Champions, like eight or nine times, because the end of the yeah. year, it's like, oh my gosh! But- you forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> you forget very quickly that that happened because Booker T really eclipsed Harlem Heat as a thing. Yeah, and so it's hard to remember. You know, it, I, I think it's 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 two parts because like you have guys like Shawn Michaels who eclipsed the Rockers, but you still remember the Rockers, yeah. right? Bret Hart, Bret Hart with the you know the Hart Foundation, but again, and he eclipsed the Hart Foundation, but. I think the big thing here is that Booker T eclipsed Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat was a WCW thing. He eclipsed Harlem Heat big time, and he did it as a singles guy technically in WCW, but it really took off when he got to WWE, and so it's a completely different product, completely different place, so Harlem Heat kind of got forgotten about yeah. at that point. And I remember these guys. You want to go old school back in the days of global wrestling, GWF. Yeah. The Ebony Experience. Oh, remember when he was GI Bro? <laughs> remember that? You don't remember GI Bro? Oh man, I'm trying to remember. No, I remember. Oh, I did. I just remember. Uh, I remember the Ebony experience. But, I also uh, remember that real classic interview that I wonder if we should play <laughs> that they did. Um, that <laughs> Booker T to this day is like, oh god, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> Where uh, I don't know if we play it. Do we play it? We can always beep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll do that. Take a, take a listen oh. real quick to this classic interview. Let me tell you something, Gino. Can you out here talking about a click? The only click you need to know about is the Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. See, because what you're dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's nonstop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want. And after we take Lex Luger and the Giant, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. Yeah. And if you watch the video, you can find it on the WWE Network, by the way. If you watch the video... Booker T's immediate reaction to that is, oh, God, I can't believe he, you see his hand go up to his head and he's like, oh, no. That <laughs> this day is one of my favorite things ever. But those guys, uh, they were a hell of a tag team and they absolutely deserve to be inducted. So good yep. for them. Yep. Good for them. Uh, that's really it for news news. Not a lot of big news this week. Not a whole lot going on with uh, AEW or anything like that. So it's not like there's a lot happening at the moment. Um 
I'm thinking maybe we'll get some more big news from them around WrestleMania time because they'll want to steal some of the high headlines I, I, and whatnot. Exactly. So they're, they're probably holding back on you know, any possibly signings or, or any event news that they have with their Vegas show coming up. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, we'll really use this segment right now to do a quick uh, chat about the stuff that was on television this week, just stuff we liked, stuff we didn't like, before we get to our fast lane review because we want to stick to that when we get there. Yeah. So um, really, Monday Night Raw kicked everything off, the, the Raw after fast lane. I mean, uh, I will say the Shield stuff was well done. That that was good, you know, and and let it be done. But but I like it, the fact that they can put closure to it. Yes, I'm assuming it's kind of where they're talking about Dean leaving. But um, well, they're making it. They're, but, they're. I think that what they're doing is explaining he's leaving. But at the same time, I mean, because that allows them to add that closure fi- finality. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. But at the that. same time, it also leaves that vague option of like, will he come back? You know, will we ever see this again? Because, you know, they could say, oh, this is the why. First of all, they can't book it as the last time the Shield will be together again if Dean's still there because they could always get back together. Exactly. Um, and technically speaking, they still could if he ever comes back. Yeah. However, I don't think, you know, if he's still there, you can't sell it that way as, as effectively. Yeah. So it made it a better marketing thing for them. Yeah. Uh, but the, the Paul Heyman Seth segment, I thought was. Good because yeah. it, it set up the fact that like you know like, like Seth was like look when it's a smaller guy you know Brock always has his harder time yeah um you know and he does and he does yeah and I mean storyline wise yes he does <laughs> and I enjoy that they're telling that story and like because I got to tell you the Daniel Bryan match loved it yeah the Finn Balor match I mean granted it it ended and how we all thought it was going to but man they made it way more believable than I thought it was going to be that Finn might beat him yeah. you know they do a good job with that. Yeah, I, I will give him credit because I have a hard time like to really believe Seth. I believe Seth is going to win, mm-hmm. but like I, I just of all of his opponents of broadcast, this is the one I have like I'm, I'm the least excited about, and I don't know why. Because I think Seth is a tremendous wrestler, but there's something about this match where I'm like, meh, just don't go on last. You know? <laughs> um, I think you feel that way just because we it, it a I think it's a Brock Lesnar match, and you go eh, you know what I mean? Because over the last two to three years, Brock has been really meh. You know, he hasn't really been as exciting the last few years. He's lost some of that appeal that he had. And I, I think I think part of that is that he's been bogged down in the Roman Reigns story for so long, which just was not getting over. Yeah. People did not want to see it. And I think that really took some of the shine off of Brock Lesnar and in it, that regard. Plus, the long absences from TV don't help. No, you can no. only explain that away for so long. Because at a certain point now when Heyman is talking, I get to the point where I'm like, You've said all this before. Like you, this, now I feel like it's just a repeat. Yeah. You know, and but I did think this exchange was good between the two of them. I thought it was very good, and I liked Heyman's selling because when when Seth was making his points, Heyman sold with his face really. Yeah. That Seth was making good points, and there's some cause for concern here. You know, so we'll see what happens. But so far, I thought that was good. And again, I enjoyed uh, Roman the Roman attack by. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. McIntyre looking nice and vicious. And then Dean wants to stand up for his brother. That may be how Dean goes. He may yeah. be off TV now, which a lot of people were thinking it was going to be him and Roman at WrestleMania. That's, that's what I thought because they, oh, they're going to sell the seats. But, you know, if they're keeping the shield intact, so that way we can. Now, now it's because it wouldn't have made any sense for him to tag with them and then turn them on again the very yeah, next night. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they didn't go that route. And this way, technically, Dean's still doing a favor for somebody else on his way out. Yes. You know, because he had that match with Drew. Drew looked really good, and then he he made Drew look really vicious going into going into whatever they're doing next. 
and I'm thinking it's going to be Roman and Drew at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, it would make sense because they, they can get past Baron Corbin. Because if it's Corbin and Reigns, it needs, uh, it needs to be a 30-second match where this, over, this Reigns yes. just destroys him. Can he punch him so hard his dress clothes rip <laughs> so he can't wear them anymore? Please, please, like just, please. I, if you If you Superman punch him out of his dress clothes, I'll be happy. And I never yeah. thought I'd ask for a man to get out of his clothes, but there it is. Um, Alexa Bliss can host WrestleMania because she, she's 100%. I'm going to assume. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, the Braun Strowman thing makes... <sighs> I don't know what they're doing with him. I really don't at this point. It, they they it, don't know either. They they truly do not. They truly do not. I mean, I'm assuming he'll have some kind of featured spot, some spectacle thing at WrestleMania, and that's fine. He'll, he'll get pressed because the and, big guy we yeah. can't have a match for is And that's fine. This. But, I mean, at this point, I'm like, what is going on with him? Like, is he not cleared to wrestle? Is something going on we don't know about? Because I, I would feel better if I knew he couldn't wrestle. Yeah. You know, because at this point, I'm like, you're just wasting this dude. He's like the best big man you've had in years, and you're you're doing nothing with him. But, you know, hey, yeah. this will be two WrestleManias in a row. He has a non-match, really, because I don't care what you tell me. The thing with Nicholas was a non-match. Yeah, it was, that it was, was a joke. It was. I'm not going to call it a joke because it was there for a purpose, but it was... But it just it, made it him was, look like an idiot. It know? was made to be a spectacle. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he won. How did he look like an idiot? Because he picked he's a ten-year-old out of the out of the match, that you know, and the next day, well, he's got school. No, the next night made him yeah, look stupid. Yeah. That night didn't do. Uh, I was fine with it that night because the crowd loved it. The crowd reacted. Well, yeah, it was it's a cheap pop, but that doesn't. But that's doesn't. There's nothing. Oh after no, that, but follow no up is the key. That's the yeah. thing, and then follow yeah. up is the issue. I have no problem with things yeah. the night of sometimes. Yeah. Is as long as we can get something good, which we didn't. Who's Kurt Angle's uh, retirement uh, farewell match going to be against? I'm thinking maybe John Cena. Cena or, or is it Baron Corbin? God, no, God, no, 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 Dave. In fact, for you putting that out there, I d- come here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna no sell that. All right, you son of a. <laughs> All right, hang on, I gotta get up and go really hit Dave. Give me a second. Hold on. All right, get up off the floor. Come on, we gotta finish the show. So, answer. I did hurt my hand. Good lord. Hey, man, I've been working out. <laughs> In any event, um, look, we just, I don't want Corbin in any way, shape, or form. I think it might be John Cena, because I felt like maybe they were setting up Joe for John Cena. That's what I thought, too. But after SmackDown this week, I'm like, no, it looks like they might be going back to the four-way, or triple threat, or something. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that as well. It was a good match. We'll talk about that coming up. Um, But I'm thinking maybe John Cena, Um, just because he bounces around brands, you know? Uh, The the Ronda Dana Brooks segment. It was fine. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't get... First of all, I saw a lot of people on the internet. Now I feel like it's just hate Ronda heat is yeah, what it yeah. is. Um, because we had Dana go out there, get squashed, really in the pr- appropriate position that she should be in yes. at this point. You have to set up Ronda to be this I don't care who it is or whatever. Monster, you come out, essentially. Confront me, yeah. I'm putting you down. And she goes out there and gets squashed, and everybody's all butthurt about Dana Brooke looking bad. And I'm like, whoa, wait, wait. Where have you been the last, like, five years while she's looked like a joke? Like, I mean, come on. Nobody complained when she was nothing but a numbers counter for Titus Worldwide, which is a huge joke. Yeah. I mean, would you stop pretending that you care about somebody just because? Because you don't. Nobody's giving a crap about Dana. And I, I like Dana. I do. But they got to rebuild her, and this isn't the time. She's not featured in any spots. I was happy she did cut a good promo. I will she give did her cut that. a good promo. She did. And, I, you know, maybe coming out of this, she she gets a little something. Yep. Um, I thought Finn Balor looked like, uh, like just an idiot because was losing Bobby chump. Lashley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah when, the, when the bell rings. The bouncing with that makes no sense. What are you doing? I, don't, I do not get the bouncing around with the... 
icy title. Yeah, right. and, I, and I love some of the stories like, oh, they got something big planned for Finn Balor. Well, I sure as hell hope they do because he looked like a complete idiot on Raw. Winning the icy title it, like did nothing for him. No. <laughs> it did nothing for him, so I don't know what they're doing at that point. Yeah. Um, Raw overall, it dragged, had had a lot of filler stuff. It yeah, just wasn't great. But uh, we didn't, uh, Batista Triple H angle. Um, okay, look, the Batista Triple H angle was great for one reason only, okay? <laughs> okay. Because there's some audio I found of a mashup that we're going to play for you right now, and it's amazing. So go ahead, give them what they want. Give me what I want! Is that what you want? Give me what I want! Is that what you want? Give- And there you go. Spice-tista, <laughs> if you will. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I just – it was really good. It was a lot of fun. But, look, the segment – I was fine with the segment in general. It just went too long, and it was repetitive. If you had cut half of that segment out, it would have been a much more effective segment. I'm a little confused on something here. Okay, because Bautista is, like, apparently never lost to Triple H. Yet mm-hmm. he wants the match. Why does he want a match against Triple H if, if it's, like, if, if the guy he beat him? Well, like, because it be the I think his around. logic being that he – I think his logic being that he wants to go out on his his terms because he didn't get the end of the career the way he wanted to with one big match, with one big final match, right? And his logic being that Triple H has been the one dodging him for trying to make the match, you know, trying to make a match for him for WrestleMania. And so he's like, fine, I'm going to fight you at WrestleMania. But you know what I mean? I think that being his logic. Or just they have this deep connection. I've been trying to have a match with you out of respect. But now, kiss my ass. You've never beaten me. But, you know, now I'm going to be a jerk, a jerk about it. So, I mean, it works. It's not great, but it works. Yeah. Hopefully they dried out that microphone from Monday. So Yeah. yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, conversely, on SmackDown, things went at a great pace. The show oh, moved very well. Much better show. SmackDown was fantastic. It was one of the best episodes of either show I've seen in a long time. Everything on the show was good. It made sense. And it all moved at a really good pace. Yes. It was I, fantastic. I love that The Miz was a nod. So Shane and actually had a, Sell it, a good yes. heel explanation. Yep. Um, the New Day coming out and the big tag match I thought was great. When they great, came out they and started pissed. attacking people, yeah, because yeah, they were pissed off, awesome. Thank you. I need that serious side right now. I don't yeah. need Goofy. I don't need pancakes. I need serious, you know? And they showed it, and it was fantastic. And actually, the fact that they've done the Goofy stuff every other time something's gone on kind of feeds into the storyline where they're like, we've done everything you've ever asked of us with a smile on our face, you know? But now, we don't, you know, Kofi doesn't deserve this. Yeah. Um, that was an amazing segment, by the way, when they came out and talked with Vince. When Big E dropped that line, we're not in the mood for you to teach us a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, New Day dropping fire now. Like, it was a good segment. You know, it's crazy because the New Day had been together for so long. I had to look it up. It was like in, in 2014. And mm-hmm. you think that, you know, there's times that we talked about, hey, they get a little stale or whatever else because everybody goes through that phase. Right. It's nearly five years later, and, and look at where they are yeah. and one of the biggest stories. And they're one of the most overacts in the company consistently. I mean, yeah. like, it doesn't matter what. They don't even have to be wrestling no. to be one of the biggest acts in the company. You know? They had they, they hosted WrestleMania one year, and it was still a fun gig. Yeah. You know? They, I think one of the best things about the whole segment was that Big E and v- Xavier spoke. They took turns. Kofi didn't say a word. They got to make their case. Vince responded to them, and then Kofi spoke. Yeah. So it was like you built to what Kofi's response was going to be. And I'm glad that he spoke because mm-hmm. the first couple of times it seemed that Xavier and, and Big E were doing the talking, and I was, I was happy that that Kofi talked about you know, missing Halloween well, for my kids. I mean, they make it real Oh, life. my God. The, the thing is with this, Kofi's explanation actually explained why he'd been so quiet and looked almost like he wasn't 
surprised at what was going on. Like everybody else is reacting, and he's kind of just sitting there. I'm used to this. His his explanation kind of made sense, where he was like, "I've been that guy for you for 11 years, and I've never complained. I've never, you know, I've my I've never taken my kids trick or treating. I my son lost his tooth, and I missed, you know." And the crowd reacted to those moments. That was big, and it when he said. To, to Xavier and Big E, after, after their response, he said it to Kofi, because they, they were saying he deserved it. And he was like, Kofi, I truly wish you were a main event guy and you deserve to be in that spot. You just aren't that guy. And he's talking about how he's not, he well, doesn't B, deserve that the, the spot. B plus and player. then I spoke with Daniel Prime. He said, you're great. You're a good B-plus player. And Kofi's response of, he's done all this for him, this, that, and the other thing. I'd like to think that over the last 11 years, I've done enough to show you that I'm that guy multiple times. But you don't see it that way, and that's okay. But I need you to tell me what I need to do to be that. Yeah. And then he got the crowd rallied behind him. It was it was hot, man. And then Vince says you have to be this guy, Randy Orton, and then Samoa Joe, and the Bar, and um, uh, Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan, yeah. And it's just like, good lord, like you, <laughs> like the deck is. And it was an effective segment because. You look at it as Jesus, you know. Yeah. We all know logically Kofi should win this. But you're looking at the odds thinking at the same time they've written themselves an out if he doesn't because look at the odds. So it's one of those effective things that if he wins this, the crowd will go nuts for yeah. that. You know, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is a star-making time for Kofi Kingston. Yeah, because, I mean, Rowan's looked like a monster. I mean, he did in the tag match in prime yeah. before that, which I was a great showcase because this guy – you know, crushed Mustafa. It's just mm-hmm. a crushed Mustafa Ali, but beat him handily. Literally. Yeah, no, I loved it. And then yeah. comes out and it's like, oh, damn, I think I beat this guy. Yeah. And I, After I, wrestling four guys before him. I loved all of it. I think it's great. And Kofi logically should win this. And they have two weeks to build to WrestleMania, so there's no reason to take any turns at that point. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I uh, loved the um, uh, uh, Randy Orton, AJ Styles segment. Great. Both those yeah. guys yeah, had great really points back and forth. Loved it where they're talking about ripping people off. He goes, a guy with a ripped off diamond cutter. I laughed so yeah. hard at that. <laughs> and then he goes, you're going to tell me you've never ripped anybody off? And he does the too sweet yeah. gesture. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But the points they made back and forth were good. They were real. And I bought them coming from them. It, it, yeah, it helps sell us the match rather than the fact that like, oh, I didn't I care. Don't like you. Yeah. I didn't care at all coming out of yeah. Sunday. Not, not, not when it gets personal. It's yeah. Like, yeah. But they did an amazing job. And after that promo, I was like, oh, geez, okay, I'm in. I want to see this match. I, and even Charlotte and Becky, while they had to work around some wonky logic to get there, they made good arguments at the I, end. I, yeah, I, I liked I liked the promo on Tuesday. I'm, I'm, gr- I'm glad that Becky threw away the, the crutch. She's still a little limpy, but I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, because but, but she just be healed in three weeks because it's going to affect the match. Even if, if she has to sell her leg, as long as she's not hopping on one leg the whole time, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, because that was horrible. And we'll talk about that coming up. Um, NXT just they wrapped up a uh, they put a nice bow on Champa and Gargano so thankfully that happened yeah yeah um, uh, and, and, and the finals is, is that the finals I called yeah I believe yeah, so yeah because uh, yeah, the team um, the for, well Forgotten Sons because I thought they were going to go to the finals too maybe that was yeah yeah but yeah that's what you had no, I thought you had only in, yeah. no I didn't pick them for you, the finals you picked no. Forgotten Sons I, I thought the Forgotten Sons are going to win the whole thing okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, was your pick. We'll uh, have to uh, go back and check. But either way, <laughs> I thought the Forgotten Sons would win the whole thing, and it looking like that's going to happen. So we'll see. Um, but I'm still interested to see what they do with the NXT title for the for the big show yeah, takeover yeah. because no Ciampa now. Nope. And they've effectively written him off, so we'll yeah. see what happens. Um, with that, I guess we take a quick break. We'll come back, and we're going to dive into what happened at WWE Fastlane, so stick around. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please... Keep the fan fiction to yourselves. 
You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back here on Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, remember FM99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com under the media tab. And it is time for us to dive into WWE Fastlane. <laughs> that was terrible. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they have. All right, uh, the, the uh, pre-show match that we didn't know we were going to have until like after we recorded the show, New Day defeating Shinsuke and Rusev, but it kind of said what happened later in the show. Right. It was a fine match. It was yeah, the match was fine. Yeah. The match was fine. Uh, the Usos defeating The Miz and Shane McMahon to retain the titles. It's set up for the uh, McMahon heel turn, um, which you know, we kind of predicted somebody was going to turn. Um, I thought that was done well mm-hmm. with the McMahon, uh, you, you know, in front of Miz's dad. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the way to do it. And, and it was done effectively. I thought Shane came across as vicious. Those, those kicks to the head looked really mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I asked this long ago when they showed Miz's dad on TV once, and I'm asking you again from the bottom of my heart, WWE, stop showing him on television. <laughs> the man can't act, and I'm not blaming him. He's not an actor. No, he's, but he's, he, he he's can't, a dad, yeah. He can't emote at all. It's really bad. Stop showing him. But the match was fine. I loved the double spot where uh, Uso went for oh. the splash and Shane drop kicked him out of the air. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was really cool. That, yeah, you didn't expect that because I thought like, oh, he's going to go and do the coast to coast and then hit him with a drop kick. And Shane came across as a jerk. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Well done. Yeah, jerk McMahon is better than a face McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, the match that Oscar defeating Mandy Rose, uh, uh, you know, so was Sonya accidentally helping and then the other way around. Nobody cares. SmackDown. Uh, poor Oscar. Poor, poor Mandy. And poor Mandy. Yeah, well, I mean, too soon to get a title, but I don't know what's going to happen between these two because you need to build them up. But I mean, it's doing know. nothing for either of them at this no, point. No, no. Mandy looked great in the whole Naomi feud. And I thought, Does oh, she even she's... have a match at WrestleMania at this point, Asuka? No, nothing yet. I mean, well, I'm saying, do do they give her one? I'm like, uh, I probably Lacey The Evans only thing I can I think know. of is maybe they do a three-way with Sonya and Mandy, you know, and keep doing this division between them. I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't or know. a handicap match or something. Yeah, well, speaking of handicap matches, because yes. uh, uh, Kofi Kingston, you know, so oh, you're going to get this match. And then uh, oh, when Vince, Vince like, tricked it's him. It's going to be a triple threat. And then that made comes me so mad. He was like, I'm making the title match a triple threat. And he goes, and Kofi, your match starts right now. And he tricked it. Yeah. You, knew, you yeah. knew you were going to get screwed. Yeah. He didn't know how. So Kofi uh, goes out there and he has to face the bar by it, himself. I mean, they recovered this on Tuesday, but I just felt like, wow, this is like a big burial right now. I just, you know, but they redeemed it on Tuesday. But I didn't I, think it was a burial. I mean, again, he was up one of the top against one of the top tags. And the fact they didn't have to tag in. Yeah. And uh, that's what, wow. Like, that's <laughs> rough for anybody. Kofi had one or two moments. Maybe he was coming back, yeah. but he wasn't. And it was, it was a vicious beatdown of was. them. And then when the New Day tries to come out and save him. Um, they get jumped by Shinsuke and yeah, Rusev. yeah, that was weird because they're like right on the side because you see him running out and then bam, yeah, and then um, in a match I wish I had more time. The revival defeating Alistair Black, Ricochet, Bobby Roode, and Chad Gable. It was the Ricochet. I showcase. mean, yeah, I would have liked more time, but at the same time, I didn't need more time because they got to do everything they needed to do. It was a big spot match essentially, and it yeah. was and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Ricochet, man, wow. Oh, he's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're gonna amazing. pick and choose your matches. Uh, watch this one and, and Ricochet the leap I would say, over the turnbuckle. <laughs> I would say there's three matches from this show you should watch, but this is definitely one of them. Yeah, um, and maybe the next one, the uh, Fatal Four for the U.S. Yeah, title. this is the other. This which, is which one. by yeah. the way, our truth is a comeback of the year. Our truth looked great in this match. Yeah, he looked great. All four guys looked really, really good in this match. I was yeah. really pleased with this. You yeah, know? absolutely. Happy with Samoa Joe retaining the title. Uh, yeah. Andrade. And I don't know what they're setting up. And we talked maybe another four-way. Or is mm-hmm. it Andrade and Selena teaming, uh, going against Truth and Carmella in some mixed match or something? Don't know. But, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking at least maybe we get a three-way for yeah. that uh, at some, in some way, shape, or form. Or maybe, I even thought about this after the match on Tuesday. Maybe they just go Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe. Or a ladder match. 
I mean, they could, but it could still just be yeah, Rey Mysterio could, and Samoa yeah, Joe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be, yes. <laughs> you got to remember, the more multi-men matches they put together here, the less people they have for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's true. <laughs> um, so I'm, I enjoyed the match a lot. And I, I, one of my too. favorite spots was, I think, um, was Joe. Who had him in a – somebody was on Joe from behind, and he he used them and did a senton oh, yeah. onto one of the <laughs> other guys. Like That was a lot of fun. I liked that a lot. Yeah, he, he's been he's been great. I mean, if I I'm just so happy for him to finally have a title after two years, a couple of injuries. Yeah, I, I like Joe. Joe right now is he's on the way up, and I like it. Yeah, a good match. Yeah, uh, a match that I I was hoping for it to be better. It was I thought a little sloppy. Uh, Bailey and Tasha, the Boston Hug connection versus the whatever the Samoan Slaughterhouse yeah. Tina and, and Nia Jax. Yeah. Tamina was the sloppy one. I yeah, mean, outside yeah. of that, it was fine. I didn't have any real qualms with it outside of that. And really, I mean, the match ends and it's fine. And it yeah. just builds to the Beth Phoenix Natalia thing, which looks like it's going to be the Simone Slaughterhouse versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia at WrestleMania, yeah. which yeah. I'm fine with. Generally. No, I'm fine. It, it, but the match wasn't match anything to write home no. about. No, no. And are they purposely keeping Natalia away from Ronda Rousey now? Yeah. Seems like they might be. Yeah, yeah. Just to, you know, because you want you not that it's weird because if Ronda beats her up, I don't know if that's going to generate any heat. I mean, I Natal- Natalia's respected, but she doesn't but she's have, not beloved. Like, but she's not beloved. Yeah. No, we tried this with the Riot Squad. It did nothing. Yeah. So. Uh, and he had a triple threat match for the championship. It was not Kofi Kingston. It was, we found out it was Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, and then the third person, Mustafa Ali. I was kind of a little bit miffed because I thought, because the crowd was obviously very upset. Oh, they were for sure. But like, I, w- I was a little annoyed only because I, I guess I wasn't even annoyed because I did kind of expect it because the crowd felt screwed. Yeah. And, and rightfully, they should because of the way that storyline's being sold. So they should have felt screwed. Oh, there's puppies looking in at us. <laughs> um, but I, I and anybody who listens to re- or has watched wrestling forever, no, not those kind of puppies. Yeah. <laughs> in any event, um, the crowd should feel screwed by that. So yeah. to a degree, I understood them being annoyed. Yeah, because you because you come off the heels of Kofi getting little, screwed earlier tonight, and you're just like oh a my little gosh. longer into the match than I would have liked. They were still chanting for Kofi, but I, on the one hand, I love that because Kofi needs that support right now to really convince. You know the the people backstage that he deserves the chance and he deserves the win at WrestleMania. Really, um, the one thing I say I love about a guy like Brian as champion, though, is that I believe with my with all my heart that Daniel Bryan will be the guy to say no. I should be putting him over. You know, and it, like yeah, whether yeah. it's Kofi Kingston or Mustafa Ali or you know what I mean. He's the guy who will absolutely say no. He deserves. You know, it, it, is it weird how it, it's? What do I? I love the graphics. For like his championship when it comes up, for oh, I know, <laughs> I know, it's so fun. Hats off to the, so whoever fun. came up with that. Um, the match he, was great though. But he is, this is like the damn. Like I, I just love this guy. He's a heel. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you you want to hate him? He's but a great damn, heel. He's good. He's I mean, a great heel. He was amazing. The match itself was was great. I loved it. Yeah, it, it picked up. Um, I, I feel kind of for Kevin Owens a little bit because he was in there. It, you know, he gets a triple threat. I mean, he's not involved in the decision. You know, what do you kind of do with him right now? You right. Know? Well, maybe it was was that the match? Am I thinking of the spot where was it Mustafa who was on Kevin Owens' back and he did a senton on Daniel? It might have been actually. Now that I think about it, I don't know. Either way, it was a cool spot. Whichever match. <laughs> the point is, I really enjoyed it. Um, the match was good, and really down the stretch, they won the crowd over. They were reacting the right yeah. way and everything, so that's good. I mean, the hard work of the of the guys in the ring won the crowd over. Yeah, uh, Kevin I Owens. Thought- I thought he was protected by not being involved in the finish. He wasn't ready for a third person to be involved in the match, so it's not like he loses anything by being surprised. Yeah, by having another entry. And, and, and you know, Tuesday he didn't like. He wasn't mad at Ali or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. like. You know, it, it's it's, but I it's think weird. Now, to see I think he's in a weird limbo spot now, where he's not going to have much to do because I think they flip flopped things when all this changed when Kofi had to take over and yeah. then he got over big time. So I think they he's in a weird limbo spot till after Mania, 
But again, the match was great. Daniel Bryan wins. Loved it. Yep. Uh, a match, oh man, this, this was just tip of the iceberg for frustrating with uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, defeating Charlotte Flair. I'm not spending much time on by this. By Look, I, I get why Ronda did what she did. But no, I do too, but there are a million ways you could have done it that weren't this. Yeah, yeah. And on top of which, the it should have happened way effing sooner. Yeah. Because I had to watch like 10 or 15 minutes of, of Becky just bouncing around on one leg, which was the dumbest thing ever. And yeah, yeah, the, not doing any favors. They absolutely have sucked all of the cool and momentum out of Becky Lynch. Yeah. Now, Tuesday, the crowd was better for her, thank yes, God. Yeah. That's because she was allowed to come across better than she had in weeks. Yeah. No more crutch. Her crutching her way out to the ring and then hopping on one leg trying to fight Charlotte was not exciting. There was no drama. No. No. It was boring. Because the crowd knew, well, she's not getting any offense in. This kind of reminded me of a couple of years ago when Seth Rollins was hurt and he came back and he had to fight Triple H at Mania. Yeah. And they were like, oh, your knee is hurt. You're down 100%. Oh, you can't do this. Okay, it's going to be an unsanctioned match because of whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, I just felt like it, like none of that did Seth any favors. And then the way he won the match, I thought, like, you know, didn't do him any favors either because I think he won with a roll-up or whatever. Like he did No, he hit, won with a pedigree. He did hit the pedigree. Yeah, because after, like, Stephanie went through a table or whatever. Yeah, remember? Because that's so good for your knees. Yeah. You know, so that made no sense. But with, um, but I, I agree to it. To a, to a, an injury angle can help, but there has to be drama. It can't just be limiting. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and all on. this was was limiting. And then Ronda comes out, does the attack, and the thing I have an issue with was it was funny because I feel like this was just a in the moment decision. Ronda jumped up to this big hit, and then for whatever reason, she decided to rethink it at the last second, and so she does this weak little punch to the yeah. stomach, and you're like. What? But I mean, it was just, it was whatever. But then she proceeded to walk around the ring and just kind of staunter and stand there and everything. Well, I think Charlotte uh, is waiting for the DQ. But but this is my problem. I don't care if she's waiting for the DQ because Charlotte should have gone right after when she did that. Yeah. Because Charlotte knows that's going to screw her and put Becky in the match. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte's kind of like. Charlotte literally just stood there and stared at her. She didn't go after Ronda. Ronda didn't go after her even after the decision. Yeah. Ronda didn't go after her. And then uh, uh, Shelly, geez. Not Shelly. She'd never heard a fly. <laughs> Charlotte or Becky. I mean, I'm Charlotte or Ronda never went after Becky after that. Yeah, you could beat her down. Charlotte, you've got her weakened and she's in this match now. You know you've got a, you, a, an extra person in the match, which is going to screw you. Attack her. Make yeah, it matter. Yeah. More likely you'll be able to win at Mania. It just was a, log- a huge logic gap. So that was a bummer. This but, was the easiest fear they've, they've had. And they, and they blew it completely. it up completely. Completely. But I will say this. Um, they... Seem to be writing the course on SmackDown, so I like. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, look, this is the only match that's getting pushed on two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to close. Uh, I know Ste- Stephanie kind of hinted at eh, it might, but we don't know because they don't want right. to tip your hand. Right. Uh, so, in any yeah. event, we've got. Uh, luckily, we went from that to a much more entertaining match. Actually. Yeah, yeah. One that predictable but great uh, in the main event of the evening. Oh yes. <clears throat> and now the main event of the evening. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the Shield. <laughs> we got to start adding like some yeah. drum roll music there or something when I say that. The Shield defeating Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre on uh, the match. It was the longest of the night. We nearly went 25 minutes. But uh, it was great. And, and, and this is where, you know, who's going to win? Yeah. Because people, oh, it's predictable. But you know what? It's all about the storytelling. Yeah. And they did a great job. This is tremendous. They did a fantastic job. Everybody, even Baron Corbin, I'm going to give him credit. Oh, yeah. Everybody uh, played their parts well yes. in the match. They did a great job. Um, I thought everybody came out of that looking good. Nobody looked bad coming out of that match. And the Shield had a really good moment. Yep. I, I just, and they looked like the Shield. I was worried that it wouldn't really feel like the Shield, but it felt like the Shield at the end of the night. Yeah. And I, just, I really enjoyed it. Good story. Crowd was hot. Good action from all six guys. Really enjoyed it. Right match to close the show. Yep. So I was with that. 
And uh, it was a really good send-off for the Shield if that's going to be their last time together. Yeah, yeah. Overall, the show... It had three really good to great matches. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, had, it had the... Oh, no, four. I'm sorry. Because it had the... Um, the tag team match, which was really good. The, what, the, it had the U.S. title match, which was great. Yeah. It had the, the world title match, which was great. And then it had the main event, which was really good, at least. You so know what four, I mean? Four out of the so ten matches. So four out of the ten matches, I might give it uh, mm, I still don't think I can go any higher than like a, 70 or, a seven or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it like a six, six and a half. I don't think I can go any higher than a seven on this yeah, one, just yeah. because those other matches, some of this stuff was so bad. Oh, way too much Elias. Way too much Elias yeah, on that yeah, show. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm with you. Six and a half. Yeah. Because there was three segments of Elias for no effing reason. No, no. That was so dumb. And they, yeah, we got AJ Styles and, and Randy at one point, but it was quick. It was over. And when it happened, I went, "Why are they? Oh yeah, they're yeah, feuding." Yeah. Like, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, "Why is Orton RKOing Elias?" And then it's like, eh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. In any event, that's the P- the people of you. Um, I didn't even look. Did we have listener mail? Oh, we had, we had a couple. Had of a couple. Um, I remember one. So uh, actually, I guess we should take a quick break and then come back and yeah. then dive into the email. So we'll do that. Stick around. Eat, sleep, podcast, repeat. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. The Miz Well it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes It's the best one It's the most must-see It's awesome It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps And we're back We got a boatload of emails this week from (laughs) from Josh Good emails, though. I responded some to a couple them. of them. Some of them were good emails. You know what? I'm not. There's a couple of them on here that I'm not even paying attention to because, hey, dummy. Yeah, yeah, dummy. When you're the heel, you don't go after the other heel. You go after the face. So you need to be going after Dave. Learn your role and know it, jabroni. Anyways, his other email wasn't bad. It was about Fastlane. <laughs> and... um. He said, uh, let's see, was that the seeds of a weird double turn by Orton and Styles? Orton RKO's the heel getting big heat, then AJ takes him out. Semi-clunky, but must be storytelling, right? No, I think they were just looking for an excuse to say, out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I re- I think that's it. I think they were looking for an excuse yeah, to yell out of nowhere. You think of who wasn't on that show was, was uh, you know, Styles and, and Orton didn't have a match. You mm-hmm. know, there was no Strowman and right. I feel like people that were missing. So you, you got to find a way to put them on there. Uh, he also said, I'm going to point this out just because uh, he was talking about the New Japan Cup. I have not watched it yet. I'd like to. Uh, and he's giving us matches that we need to check out. He said, uh, Ibushi Naito and Young Lion Umino versus Tanahashi was insane. Highly recommend. So I'm going to try and find those and watch those. And okay. I mean, if you're, if you're a New Japan fan, all four of those names are reliable as far as talent. So I'd go check them out and see what you, uh, see what you guys think. And, um, other than that, we got an email from another guy that I'm not familiar with. Let's go OS. I think it's, uh, Aaron. No, Justin, Justin. Whatever. Yeah, Justin's his name. Okay. He said, in the light of the promo, shoot, vlog, whatever it was that Ronda put out yesterday, do y'all think this heel turn has been in the works since day one, or is it an organic result due to the WWE Universe's ex- reception of Babyface Rousey? I don't think it's been in the works. Let me put it this way. I don't think for it to happen right now has been in the You know what? I don't even know that technically, because if they were going to have Charlotte and her at WrestleMania, which was our original thought, yeah. they may have wanted her to be the heel. Against Charlotte at WrestleMania, yeah, but so they but, may have been thinking about turning her heel at this point, no matter what. Yeah, but what, yeah, I, I'm curious how this match would have turned out if it was just those two. Yeah, people bought in the Charlotte being the baby face, or when they've gotten tired of her shtick because of 
how teams go up and down. I mean, I, the only thing I can think is that they were relying on the fact that it would be Charlotte defending wrestling against yeah. that, you know, Ronda Rousey. It could be that. So I don't know. Maybe they have been planning this heel turn since day one. Um, but I definitely think they've had to make adjust- – if, if they've been planning it since day one, they've absolutely had to make adjustments to it at this point because it's it's gone way off from what they wanted it to yeah. be originally. Well, well, when Becky is your biggest star in the company right now, who's now in the Head & Shoulders commercial, by the way. She's in the shampoo commercial. Is she really? Yeah. That's but she's not going to feud with Dolph Ziggler and Edge about it. That's or Booker amazing. T or whoever it was years ago. All of them. Uh, <laughs> one of the dumbest angles years ago. But she's in the legit uh, Head & Shoulders commercial now. Um, but I, I wonder this. Are they they're setting us up? Because remember, like last year, Brock doesn't care. Brock just wants to do this, and then Brock wins. Yeah, you know. Now there's a talk that oh, Ronda's not going to be here after WrestleMania or whatever. Are they swerving us that if Ronda I know they're does swerving win, us? I think that they're. I think this is the easiest way to go heel with her. You know, um, and if they don't, people are still going to cheer Becky over her anyway. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I don't. I truly do not think she wins at WrestleMania. Yeah, I truly because I may be wondering in this segment like. You know, is Charlotte going to win because she's a flair? There is no she, chance on God's green earth that Charlotte wins this. If Charlotte, I'm telling you right now, if Charlotte wins this, I will boycott whatever show Charlotte is on. I, I'll cancel my subscription. Yeah, I, I'm not going to cancel my subscription because there's other things I want to watch. I'm not punishing all of them for her. But the, I will stop watching whatever show she is on. If it's Raw, no more Raw. You have, you'll have to cover Raw because I'll be watching SmackDown because uh, that's ridiculous. But in any event, um, I don't know. It could have been a thing since day one. I guess it's entirely possible. But it definitely feels more reactionary than it does planned. Yeah, I, I think it's just because you're looking at Becky. And had they handled this better in the last couple of weeks with Becky and the whole injury angle and, and, the, and the hoops to go through, yeah, um, yeah, it would have been better. I, I think it's going to be great. I mean, she, I mean, she's still the top star. Yeah. It's just, you know, don't screw this up any more than you can because right. you have no other momentum for anybody else going in the mania. So. Well, that does it pretty much. Again, if you'd like to reach out to us, against ESPR at FM99.com. Remember, you can find us on all of your major podcast apps. Just give us a five-star rating and a review if you could, please. Helps us get in front of more eyes and share, share, share. Absolutely. We need you to. We love you. Please. Please do it. Uh, it's a big, big favor to us. In any event, uh, that's it for this week's episode. Episode 91, right? Yeah. 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 So next Crazy. week's WrestleMania preview preview, I believe. That's right. Next week's preview preview. <laughs> Those are always the most popular ones of the preview previews. I don't understand why. But, yeah, hopefully next week we get some ratcheted up storylines and uh, hopefully Raw steps up their game because SmackDown was great. Yeah, they need to. So we'll see what happens. And uh, we'll be back next week to Eat Sleep Podcast and repeat.